Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, thanks. We just want to say that we love you so much, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We're going to say a word of prayer, and then we are going to get into the message for today. Amen. Top of the morning to everyone. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, for being who you are, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for this time, Lord God, that we have set aside for you to give your name the glory, to give your name the praise, Lord, to give your name the honor, hallelujah, hallelujah, to give your name, Lord God, is just due, Lord. Lord, thank you for my brothers and sisters, Lord, thank you for leading them and continue to guide them in all truth and righteousness, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for the whole armor that you desire for us, Lord God, to to put on, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for the helmet of salvation, Lord. We thank you uh, for the breastplate of righteousness, Lord. We thank you for the loins of truth, Lord. We thank you for our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We thank you, Lord God, for the shield of faith. Lord, we thank you for the sword of the Spirit. Lord, we just praise your name. Lord, we praise your name. Oh, God, we praise your name. Lord, we praise your name. Lord, thank you for going before this podcast. Lord, thank you for giving me the tongue of the learn, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for allowing me, Lord God, to convey the message on today, Lord God. Holy Ghost, use me. Have your way, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless the earbone of the listener, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they may hear, Lord. Not just hear, Lord, but that they may do, that they may respond to the words that you have said, Lord, to the words that you have spoken, Lord. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Saints, if you'll just give me one quick second. Hallelujah. much and there's nothing you can do about it amen in the name of jesus come on now. all right all right all right all right <laughs> hallelujah we love you so much amen in the name of jesus and so we are going to walk on water hallelujah in the name of jesus so i pray that you are uh, what prepared all right pray that you have your word 
Come on now. Hallelujah. You got to have your word so we can walk on water together. Amen. In the name of Jesus, where there's unity, how many know there is strength? Yes, it is. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So we are going to go. Something the Lord gave me on yesterday, saints, on yesterday. Now, first, before we uh, address this, I want to say I pray that you enjoyed the podcast on yesterday. That was just a little treat treat for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And I just want to show you that uh, there are those of us that are still speaking truths. Amen. And while I couldn't uh, just clip everybody, um, it was just one that the Lord allowed to surface to me. Amen. And like I said, that message is said eight years ago. But the man of God said at the time that he was, he had just turned 27. Uh, that was eight years ago. He'd be 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. He would be 35. All right. But um, information kind of sort of says different that he's not 35. He's a, he's a little bit older in age now, not in body, not in spirit, amen, but in, 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 in age, you know how we have those birthdays keep rolling around, amen, so if I'm not mistaken, the man of God is older than, that, that video, if I'm not mistaken, is older than eight years ago, amen, if I'm not mistaken, it's older than eight years ago, and it just blessed my soul, amen, I pray uh, that it blessed yours as well, because I tell you what, it was, it was a doozy to me, amen, I was, I was blessed to hear it, amen. Amen. We glorify God on today for that message. Amen. We glorify God for the leaders that the Lord has after his heart. Amen. We glorify God for the leaders that uh, God have after his heart. Now, let me say this, because when the Lord gave me this message of um, what, what we're going to talk about today, uh, I, I was like, you know, just uh, meditating, like just meditating on the key scripture that the Lord gave me, meditating on that. And I began to think of the things that David did. You understand? I began to think on the things that David did because we're going to talk about Saul today. And I began to think on the things that David did. You know, David, we, we see David. And most oftentimes when a person says the name David, now I don't know about to you, but to me, not to me, we're talking about me right now. Okay, so to me, most of the time when a person says the word David, okay, in my mind, I picture someone that is in the field keeping sheep. All right, so so that's in my mind. Amen. I picture, God bless you, uh, Ply Polly. God bless you. We love you so much. Amen. Thank you for coming in. But in my mind, I picture, okay, uh, a man in a field, all right, and, and he he's tending sheep, okay, and he is, uh, yeah, that's, that's just what he's doing. Amen. That's just what he's doing. And uh, he's he's doing it well. He's playing the harp every now and then on his downtime, right? And but yeah, he's keeping the sheep, tending the sheep, making sure that they are um, where they're supposed to be. Amen. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to keep you from being dead. That's all. 
I'm trying to keep you from being dead. I'm trying to keep you from death catching you. Amen. So then when I think of David, this is, who, this is who I think of. This is who I think of. I'm trying to keep you from being dead. He's trying to keep the sheep from being dead. All right. And while he was doing it, he was a worshiper, worshiping the Lord. Amen. Worshiping the Lord. And when someone mentioned the word, the name David to me, this is what I imagine. A shepherd boy. Right. But David grew on to be something else. That's just like when people mention the name Jesus. Most oftentimes people envision um, Jesus on the cross. Right. But Jesus was resurrected. Amen. Jesus, uh, I mean, literally, he's sitting on the right hand of the Father, right? And Jesus is well alive. Amen. Jesus is well alive. So Jesus being well alive, but many times people say the name Jesus, they picture this. Amen. A lot of people picture him being on the cross, right? Um, yeah. Uh, some people picture him uh, before he before he died, right? The walk that he did. Yeah. But r- rarely do we picture him uh, in glory. Rarely, rarely do we picture him sitting beside the uh, Father. Rarely do we picture this. Because, to be honest, we haven't seen it. We, we read it, but we haven't really physically seen it, right? So, with David, I always pictured this shepherd boy. But David grew up to be something, you know. David, we t- begin to talk about David. He uh, He killed a man. And took what he had. But to be honest, David took what the man had before he killed the man. Right? And then he killed the man. Okay? He took what the man had before he killed the man. And then he killed the man and still had what the man had. You know, his possession, his wife. Right? So this is something that David did. David did this. David did this. But to be honest, David didn't just do that. Come on, saints. David, uh, Saul, Saul slayed a thousand. David slayed ten thousand. Was that the song that the ladies were singing? Saul killed a thousand. David ten thousand. Saul killed a thousand. I, I need a beat. Okay, I need a beat. Okay, if I had a beat, it'd be like boom, 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 Saul killed a thousand. The David David ten thousand boom boom right so I mean honestly that is how it was I mean they were literally uh praising David yeah they were praising him they were praising David so that wasn't the only one David killed amen but that David killed this one selfishly all right he killed this one selfishly uh, but David was a warrior. Amen. David went to battle many times and slaughtered many by himself. So that wasn't the only one David killed. You know what I'm saying? David killed uh, killed many people. <sighs> yeah. So while I envision a ruddy shepherd boy, you know, tending the sheep, worshiping the Lord, playing his music and things like this, David grew on up to be king. David grew on up to 
have desires, right? David grew on up to to a place where nothing, nobody could say no to him. Nobody could say no. He was the master of the show, right? Nobody could say no. And we could go on with the things David did. David, 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 he, 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 um, he prayed the way David prayed. Lord, uh, don't let my en- my enemies are encamped about me. Lord, I want you to destroy them. Lord, I want you to kill them. Lord, I want I want them. Uh, you know, David prayed such prayers on his enemies, right? We could go down the list of the things David did that wasn't, you know, on today. The Jesus told us, Nah, don't do that, right? Nah, don't pray that on your enemies. Nah, don't go kill. Don't go kill nobody. No, don't go steal nobody's wife. No, don't go steal nobody's husband. Jesus taught us differently. But see, here we have David, the chosen of God. And it seems like his hands is is in all this, all this, right? So when I look at David, and and when we we look at David, we we could judge. We, we, yeah, we could judge. We could put a, we could cast, cast. We could cast the judgment out there. But you see, this is the, this is the, this is the tricky part right here. The Lord looks at the heart of man. Oh, come on, somebody. The Lord looks at the heart. Listen, 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 listen. Nobody can see your heart. I don't care what you do. You can go and you can put a homeless person in a three-bedroom home. That's, hey, that's good. Oh, that's great. You can go. You can sow $2 million to the fatherless. That's great. Oh, that's great. That man got a good heart. That woman got a good heart. It don't necessarily mean that that man got a good heart. It don't necessarily mean that woman got a good heart. It That, that could be a whole variety of different things. This woman could want recognition from the government or recognition from new broadcasters. She could want a, a, a recognition on her taxes, on his taxes. Let me write this off. Oh, we giving this and we giving that recognition on tax papers. It don't mean this person got a clean heart and a right spirit. So now, this is why we have to trust God in every single thing that we do. Because no man can see the heart. No man knows it. We don't even know our own heart. The heart is desperately wicked, deceitful. Who can know it? But the Lord says, I specialize in the secreticity. Right? And because I specialize in the secret stuff, I look dead on at it. And he says, Man, look at the outward appearance. Oh, she gave him a car. He gave her, he gave her a car. 
he gave her a house. She gave her a house. They giving gas and they giving food and they giving this and they giving that. Fall off. The man look at the outward appearance, but it's God that looks at the heart. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it to to, to show everybody what you're doing? I'm going to put it on the screen. Oh, everybody, look at me. Everybody, look at us. We're giving to the poor. Oh, look at us. We're giving gas. Oh, look at us. We're giving food. Oh, look at us. We're giving shelter. Oh, look at us. Look at us. Oh, applaud us. Applaud us, please. Because man, look at the outward appearance. Holy Ghost, you better come through here today. But it's God that looks at the heart. Look at David. David, 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 David. First of all, people don't think you deserve this position, David. Look at you with your messed up self. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Only thing you know is being in the shepherd, being in the in the pasture. Don't talk to nobody. You don't talk to nobody. You just out there with sheep. You got an instrument. And you got God. So now, this ties into the message what the Lord gave me on yesterday, which is 1 Samuel chapter 16. But first I want to read this. It says, Arise and shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So rise and shine, beloved, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Hallelujah. We're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 16. And the Lord said this to me, and this is why I want to share it with you. 1 Samuel 16 says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, This is what the Lord gave me on yesterday. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? This is what the Lord gave me when we got off of podcast on yesterday. I heard this in the spirit. The Lord said, how long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Huh? Like, huh? Like, I, I like, I, that, that was my, my stance was like, huh? But my spirit man immediately began to try to break this down. My spirit man immediately began to open up and, and, and begin to try to understand where the Lord was coming from and what direction the Lord was coming from and what the Lord was saying. Now, me and you, we can always, always.
always, always look at the outward appearance of folks. Always. I want to, you know, look at what he did and look at what she did and look at what they did. We all the time because, look, I I get it. We're in dust. And a lot of times we look at the outward appearance of folks. Oh, look at him and look at her. Look at him. Look at her. But the Lord looks at the heart. So who is one man to judge? The Lord says, be fruit inspectors. Okay. But who can see the heart of man? It's our job to what? Trust in him. <laughs> I'll trust, though it's not easy. Uh, what did it say? The pain in my heart makes you seem far away, but I'll trust you. Right. Well, uh, the song says, I need to know you're here through the tears and the pain, through the heartache and rain. I'll trust you, right? So this is our, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is the walk by faith. Amen. This is the walk by faith. And while some may see you one way, God can see you a totally different way. Men look at the outward appearance. It's God that look at the heart. I'm rolling with the Lord. Let me tell you something. I've been through something. Oh, I've been through here lately. I've been through saints. And some some things that I will share with you probably later. Amen. But I we've been through. All right. And I just begin to thank the Lord because I'm like, Lord, thank you that you count me worthy to have such a testimony as this that I can share. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for this. And I begin to go on and go on. And the Lord was bringing it to me that many times. We shy away from the roughness in the road because uh, it looks better on the on the other side. It looks like it's greener grass on the other side. Sometimes it looks uh, like their partner is better. So you run to their partner and you realize their partner was hell on wheels. Now you want to go back to your partner and your partner done moved on. You know, it's it's a whole lot of things. Sometimes we don't want to go through the rough patches in the road. Rough, it looked rough, and everything else looked like it's sparkling. It looked like gold. It looked like silver. Amen. But a lot of times, right where you are is where you need to be. Amen. It don't matter if it get rough, if it get tough. The Lord said, if you suffer with me. You'll reign with me. Amen. If you suffer with me, you'll reign with me. Now, today, I'm going to ask you to stick with me because um, we are we're going to be kind of sort of here and there and everywhere. Amen. But I, I said all that to say we've been through the rough times and the tough times here lately. But I woke up this morning, woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Right. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. I woke up this morning with a decision. I sure did. I, I mean, when I tell you we've been going through some things, we've been going, my family, we've been going through some things, saints. And when I woke up this morning, saints, I woke up with a decision because I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm trying to follow you with all I know. I'm trying to do all I know how to do. And, you know, it's just been rough. So when I woke up this morning, I woke up with a decision, saints. And I don't want this decision to shock you. 
I don't want your mouth to drop open. I don't want you to say, well, she been teaching and preaching and doing this all this time and she wake up with this decision. I don't want it to make you make your heart jump or, or beat, skip out of beat, you know, but I've, I've made a silent uh, promise to myself to be um, honest with you when I get on this podcast. I made a, a silent promise to myself to answer the Lord, to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. I don't want to tell y'all no lies. I want to be um, transparent with you. I don't care how it sound, how it look, how it make me look. You know, I want to be transparent. Even when the Lord gives me revelation, I don't care how it make me look. So, you know what I'm saying? If the Lord gave me the revelation, it will be shared here. Amen. And um, I woke up this morning. And I'm like, Lord, with all of this, I've shared things that made me look crazy. But yes, Lord, you did come along and confirm everything that was said. I've written things that make me look crazy, but you still come along and confirm everything that was said. And, you know, I've walked certain ways and I've worked in plants and stuff. And I was the only female with a skirt on. And because I didn't, you know, want my parts to be all tight and folks to be all looking and lusting and stuff. And, you know, just putting the difference between the clean and the unclean, you know, uh, taking my lunch breaks. And I'm not around all the guys and all the dirty jokes, you know, but, you know, I'm not stuck up, but kind of sort of in a secluded, maybe go to the car and chill, but not so stuck up to where you you can't speak to folks. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Well, I like your bag. Well, I like your shoes. And you know, you know, you know, you know. And so all of this, why, why, is, why does time seem hard right now? This little rough patch in the road. And so after pondering and after thinking, saints, I come to a decision. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. That is my decision on today. I have decided to follow Jesus, even if it takes my last breath. I don't think you heard me. something saints let me tell you something upon waking up this morning the lord showed me a dark lit room hallelujah god bless you brother the lord showed me a dark lit room 
dimly lit. And anytime you have a dream of a dimly lit room, the room is telling you that this is a secret. Okay. It's not necessarily that the room is dark or that the room is dimly lit. But anytime you have a dream of a dimly lit room, this room is telling you, the dreamer, that this is supposed to be a secret meeting. And there were men sitting around a round table. And these men were called, were per, per se, the elites. Okay, the elites that we call them. And they were sitting around this round table. Let me tell you something. Before waking up, the Lord showed me a dimly lit room with elites sitting around the table. And every last one of them had exhausted. You hear me? They had exhausted every little plan that they tried, every plot, every snare that they've tried against me. They had exhausted every idea. And they were sitting at this round table and all of the ideas and the plots and schemes of stuff, they were at a blank. They had drew a blank. And I heard one of them say something. (laughs) I heard the Lord let me hear by the spirit. Because I wasn't in the room, but the Lord, the Lord's presence was there and he brought me there. And they, one of them said something that changed the course of my entire life as of today. You see, there are many times, saints, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Let me, let me, let me cue the music. Hey, start playing the music, play the music. Okay. There are times. When people can see into your future, you better hear me good. There are times when people can see into your future. And a lot of us, instead of witches and warlocks, a lot of us call them prophets and prophetess. Okay. Every prophet and prophetess is not one of God. Amen. But the prophets of Baal, just because they're Jezebel's prophets, like I said before, Jezebel wouldn't have nobody around her that wasn't speaking that thing. You hear me? Jezebel wouldn't have nobody around her that would be speaking a word in it that now. You know, uh, 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 Jezebel, queen, there's going to be a man that's going to come into town today. He's going to have uh, 3,000 shackles of this and 3,000 shackles, shackles of that. And he's going to come in and he's going to ask, can he buy this? And But the price is this and the price is that. And do you think that the man, whatever, whatever was prophesied, you think it didn't happen? You think she would keep some duds around her? What I'm going to keep some duds around me for? That don't make me feel powerful. That don't make me feel like I don't need God. No, I'm going to get somebody that know how to read. I'm going to get somebody that got the gift of prophecy. I'm going to get somebody that know what they're talking about. So then, so again, again, we can't look at the outward appearance. Oh, his word came to pass. Her word came to pass. Oh, great, 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 great. No, 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 no. We need God in this season. God. So, the man in the room, 
said something out loud to the rest of them that were sitting there blank no idea what to do what to do next we don't know because we've exhausted everything we thought would work and it didn't so what what to do 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 and one of them said something (laughs) one of them said something and when I woke up saints I begin to record hallelujah I begin to write this thing down hallelujah I begin to write this thing down what was said in this room because again there are those that and 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 this is another thing that I have against uh people that don't that don't do what the Lord has said if the Lord has given you a word for somebody why 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 are you gonna hold that word do you do you know do you know that that makes you a um, one selfish? It makes you selfish. It makes um, it makes one um, self righteous, self righteous, because if the God of righteousness said to give the word to this person, but in in my in my little heart of hearts, I'm looking at this person outward appearance. And in my heart of hearts, this person don't deserve this word. And I'm, and as a matter, you know what? You know what? You know what? As a matter of fact, okay. As a matter of fact, I'm so big, uh huh, <clears throat> and I'm so bad, uh huh. So I'm gonna prophesy this word on somebody else. Witchcraft. The Lord says, anoint this man. But. Sometimes we look at the outward appearance and, and this one ain't the one that kissed my butt all the time. This one ain't the one that's always at, the, at my office door when I come out making me feel like I done did something real big. This one ain't the one always at my car and trying to talk about, ooh, Bishop, that was a good old word today. Woo, shaking that big old hat. Ooh, Bishop, that was a, ooh, Bishop, that was a, no, to see, this one ain't the one that do that all the time. So you telling me to get to anoint them i tell you what because i'm so big and i'm so bad and i serve myself and i'm my own god i'm gonna anoint who do do it i'm gonna anoint who is at my office though i'm gonna anoint who do kiss my butt witchcraft do you think it's witchcraft to try to take one person's anointing and try to put it on somebody else is that that's to even say that that's nasty is that nasty but see we become nasty individuals when we when we stray away from the word of god the, the, it's the word of god that makes us clean it's the water by the washing of the word that makes us clean we become filthy nasty vulturous individuals when we think we're above God and what God has said. We become nasty. Well, needless to say, saints, if you've been walking this walk by faith for a little while, you know that everything I've spoken is the truth. You've seen, you felt where the Lord had a word for you. You've seen the person go to somebody else and give them the word that's tailor-made for you. Everything they said to the other person. 
You know that that word was meant for you. You know it was. Right? You ever been there? You know that was your word. But you have filthy leaders. They do it all the time. Why? Because these are not the ones that are leaders after God's heart. These are not obedient to the spirit of God. And these are the ones that continue to look with their eye sockets and not at the heart of man. You know why? Because we can't see man's heart. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, he, he, oh, he comes and he gives his, his penance and his offerings all the time. And he comes and he makes sure that the door is open. And he comes and he does this and he, oh, bless his heart, bless his heart, bless his heart. What if he's doing it for accolades? What if he's doing it to make you proud, make you feel like, you know, people do stuff for all different types of reasons. So while we're fruit inspectors, we can't just be fruit inspectors because sometimes what things look like ain't necessarily what it is. Do you hear me? It takes God in heaven to lead us and guide us in all truth and righteousness why would i tell you something that the lord has showed me about your life and then it's in the place that the lord is going to take you when it exceeds where i am why would i do that but let me tell you something saints God is raising up a people that is going to be obedient to what he has said. God is raising up. He's continuing to raise up a people now mm -hmm, that are going to speak the words that he has spoken and to who he has spoken them to. Can I tell you that this little room don't just represent me? Can I tell you that this little room with these little bald-headed men round the table? Can I tell you that? And, and can I tell you that it's not just me that this has happened to? Can I tell you? And this and, and and hear me. This don't mean that the only ones in rooms are people without hair. That is not what that means. That is not what that means. But what I'm saying is that's what I saw. That's what I saw. And this, I'm not the only one. There are thousands upon thousands of people that this has happened to. Can I tell you why? Because there's a system in place. And every day, I don't know if you hear the system cracking or not. But it's coming down brick by brick by brick by brick. By who's tearing it down? Who is tearing it down? God is tearing it down. <laughs> God is tearing it down. He'll use whom he will, but he's tearing it down. And this is why I don't put, I don't judge these people that are that God have hired I don't judge folks that God have hired I don't the Lord knows what he's doing at the end of the day the tractors you see a, a, a construction 
um, site and there's tractors out there. There's all different type of tutelage out there. And never, ever have I ever heard anyone say, somebody need to wash that tractor. Don't nobody care that the tractor, is the tractor working? The tractor doing what it's supposed to do? It's dragging stuff? Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good. Okay, what, is this, is this working? That's working good? Okay, good, 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 good. The Lord said, how long, and this is what got me too, as I began to meditate on these words, the Lord said, how long would thou mourn for Saul? This part got me. Seeing that I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Sometimes, saints, my heart gets heavy. Your heart get heavy. Well, my heart used to get heavy. Now I'm like, Lord, expose everybody you want to expose. I'm on your side. I'm not mourning for these folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mourning for these folks. Expose. Let us see what you what we need to see. Cause see, at the end of the day, this is a war. This is a war, and and we're not going to be killed by our love. I kill. I kill them with their love. I kill them with their love. That's for the birds. That's not for the elect. We don't get killed and slaughtered for our love. And what do I mean? I mean, uh, when the Lord is saying. Um, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, no, don't, don't, don't go over there. Just like the girl that went off to Mexico with her supposed to be friends and they killed her with her love. She loved them so much, but they couldn't stand her. And she took them off and they slaughtered her. Well, that's not our portion. The Lord tells us he leads us and guides us in all truth and righteousness. And when he says to do it, that's when we do it. And if we get slaughtered then, okay, that was his will. But it's not going to be my people perish for the lack of knowledge. No, that's not our portion. Not the elect. So I was looking at the scripture and it said, How long would thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him. We sometimes get heavy hearted, heavy. We get a, we feel a burden because it looks like so many people are rejecting God. You know what I'm saying? It looks like so many people are falling away from God. The great, great, great falling away. But the Lord in the scriptures, he's like, what? How long? Samuel. Are you going to mourn over Saul? You see, I rejected him. But see, again, we can't go on the way we see it. Because the way we see it, we see, we see, and, and I'm like, Lord, what do you mean? Like the Saul's, what do you mean? Because I don't feel like I'm mourning over anybody. But how many know you could be out of a situation, you can be out of a place, maybe, but maybe the, your, uh, the spirit, your spirit could be mourning over a situation that happened. Maybe the spirit man could be mourning over. And when I say spirit man, I mean our hearts. I don't mean the spirit man. Maybe the heart is still mourning over, but you just don't know it. Maybe the heart is still mourning, but you just don't know it. But the Lord is the one that knows the heart. And he said, how long will thou mourn over Saul, seeing I have rejected him? Now, We look around and we see people, they, they mishandle God. 
they they do stuff and 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 to us we just can't believe i can't believe he did that i can't believe she did that i can't believe they did that before the world and i just can't believe and we get heavy-hearted we get downtrodden borderline depressed and the lord is telling us today how long will you mourn over Saul? The Lord is saying, they didn't reject me. I rejected them. Because there's a cause. It, because they chose to go in their own way. Because they felt like they were their own preacher, their own teacher, their own apostle, their own prophet, their own evangelist. Because they felt like they was walking in their own way. Because I anointed them. And because with the anointing that I gave them, they thought they were going to walk the way they wanted to walk. Oh, I'm big and oh, you big and bad. Oh, 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 you going to prophesy to who, who you want to prophesy to in, instead of the one I told you to prophesy to? Oh, that's how you're going to do it. So when this, when these things happen, the Lord rejects them and they know it. They can feel it. And in that rejection, they begin to act out like bad kids. Act out, act out. And the only thing we see, we saw the anointing. We saw the power. We saw what was supposed to be the glory. We see all these actions that are against God. And now we as the sheep are confused or we're baffled or we're hurt. And the Lord says, how long will you mourn over Saul? You think they rejected me? No, they were disobedient. I reject them. So, Lord, who are the souls? Those that have walked their own way. Those that are teaching their own thing. Those that are thinking their own thoughts. Those that do not acknowledge me in spirit and in truth. The falling away. Some pastors, some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some evangelists, singers and dancers, and all the ones that say, hey, I rep Jesus Christ. These ones that you see have fallen away. Oh, we're going to cover them, cover them, cover them. The Lord said, how long will you mourn over Saul, seeing that I have rejected him? How long? How long? How long will you mourn over Saul seeing as I have rejected him? Then he gives him an instruction. Instruction. He says, fill thine horn with oil. This makes the difference between real prophets and false prophets. All right. Real prophets and false prophets. The real prophets will fill the horn with oil. And they will go and it says, I will send thee to Jesse, to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Now, the false prophets will go, okay, and when they get to Jesse's house, they'll see all the different versions of the boys, all right? And with all the different versions of the boys, they'll take their horn of oil, 
Oh, all these boys. Oh, this one is so big, and this one is so strong, and this one is so cute, and that one is so fine, and this one is so muscular, and that one speaks with great, great speech. Oh, eloquent words, and oh, we just have a field day in the candy store with this horn of all, God's horn of all. And we just get beside ourselves sometimes and, whoa, let's see which one I want to anoint. This is the difference between God's prophets and the prophets of Baal. Because God's prophets are going to anoint the one God says to anoint. It don't matter how they look. It don't matter how they smell. It don't matter how they walk, how they talk. God's prophets is going to do what God said to do. Now, the other prophets, hey, I'm big and bad, and I have my own things, and yes, God is with me, but I do my thing over here, and this is who I want to anoint, and this is who I want to send, and this is what I want to do. You have those in the church today. You have those that are professing to be in the body of Christ today in their own way, in their own way. They're in their own way. They're in their own way. They're in their own way. So now that Samuel is in the candy shop, he, 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 he begins to form an opinion about who it must be who has got to be that God wants me to anoint. It's got to be this one, right? It's got to be because look at him. <laughs> look at look at him. Look at his stature. Look at his broad shoulders. Look at, look at the way he stands. He stands like a king. His eyes are piercing. Like a king's eyes should be piercing through the soul of the next person. His hands are big just in case they need to slaughter an enemy to the kingdom. Right? The clothing, the apparel that he has on is immaculate. It speaks kingdom. Now, this is the prophet Samuel. Samuel has just got over mourning by um, instruction. Have you ever in your life had to get over mourning by instruction? <laughs> you know, most of the time people mourn and they have the proper amount of time to do it, right? I had the proper amount of time to mourn and now, you know, I'm going on back to work and I'm going on back to do this and going on back to do that. But Samuel, a prophet that God chose, why did God choose Samuel? Well, obviously, if we don't know, obviously, because Samuel had a certain unconditional love about him. Samuel saw every single thing that Saul did to step out of bounds. Yet, Samuel still had an unconditional love for Saul. So now, the Lord says, how long 
will you mourn over Saul? The Lord says these words, seeing that I have rejected him. What does this mean? What are you saying, Lord? I'm saying that you work for me. Bottom line. You don't work for Saul. You, Saul ain't giving you breath to breathe. Saul not giving you life. You don't work for it. At the bottom line is you work for me. So now that it's boiled down to brass tacks, who you going to serve? So I'm giving you an instruction. How long will you mourn over Saul seeing that me, your master, your savior, your redeemer, your ruler, your boss? How long you going to mourn over that one that's supposed to be over y'all, over them, seeing that your boss have rejected him? What does this do? It brings me back to recollection. I love him. Uh, we love her. We love him. But baby, by no means, please believe me. Please believe this. By no means do are we going to turn away from Abba to follow it. Uh-uh. No. See, it don't work like that. Not with children of the kingdom. Not with the children of the day, the children of the light. Come on now. The Lord, didn't, he didn't wire us that way. Because he said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they won't follow. How does he know this? Because he wired the elect this way. It's just something in my spirit ain't right with him. Something in my spirit ain't right with her. Well, as long as we continue to be washed and cleansed by the washing of the water of the word, we know it ain't jealousy. It's just because you're jealous of her. We know it ain't envy. It's just because you're envious of him. We know it ain't malice, lasciviousness, backbiting, and all the rest of this stuff. We can, all, we can go ahead on and sit all that stuff to the left because we know it ain't that. This is why it's important to always, always, always allow the Lord to wash us and cleanse us so we can be what? Vigilant. For your adversary, the devil is coming in. He, he's, he's like a roaring lion. He's seeking whom he may devour. And let me tell you something with all these men sitting around the table. They represent the enemy seeking who he may devour. He may come and he may come in the way of a fresh looking man smelling good and looking good and white teeth and, and a nice vehicle to match it. He may come in the way with a woman in opposite just the same. He may come in a way in a, in a, in a, in a leader's position. Just a, just, oh, this is the best leader I ever. He might, the devil might come in that way. He might come in the way of, of, of a child. He might come in the way of a neighbor. He might come in the way of you, of me. He comes in all different sizes and forms and fashions. He may come in the way of a rich man. He might come in the way of a poor man. He might come in the way of a poor man. But you see, these men sitting at this table, they had exhausted every single idea that they had. And this is where we're sitting right now. Hear me. The enemy has exhausted. Look, 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 look. There's many, many big preachers, little preachers, whatever you want to call them. Many of them have fell away. And there are still those of us that are still standing. Where? On the word because it's a firm foundation. And when we stand on the word, it don't matter who fall off. You hear me? You can be as young 
at seven, six, and five years old. You can be as old as 110, 120. If you stand, you make the decision to stand on the word of God with your life. I don't care if everybody else in the world choose something else because of a good old reason. Y'all know we come up with them good old reasons. I don't care if everybody in the world choose something else. If you make it up in your mind to stand on the word of God, you'll be the only one standing in the end. You better hear me. The Lord never said it had to be a crowd of people that was standing for us to stand. Nope. As long as you do it. Now we pray. Do we pray for others? Of course we do. But as long as you choose to stand. You make it personal. You work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And we stop looking at everybody else. But we work out our own salvation. It ain't nothing the devil can do with you. You hear me? It ain't nothing he can throw at you that don't boomerang back at him. Do you hear me? Because you see, at the end, David had a love for Saul. You know, I was looking at the story of David just going back in my mind. David killed so many. Dave, Saul killed a thousand. David killed ten thousand. Saul killed a thousand. David killed ten thousand. David killed all these people. Yet, the one that need to be slaughtered, Saul, David couldn't kill him. What? David, you can't kill Saul. You don't kill all these folk. David couldn't kill Saul. And that's good for those Sauls out there. But can I tell you something? What's sad? Saul ended up killing himself. Saul fell on his own tongue and he killed him. Now, you may say Saul didn't fall on his own tongue. Saul fell on his own sword. Well, as I began to calculate it in my mind, the Lord told us to put on the whole armor of God so that we may be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. And after we've done all to stand, stand therefore with the helmet of salvation, with the breastplate of righteousness, with the loin of truth, with the feet shot, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, with the shield of faith and with the sword of the spirit. Now, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. The word, we profess it with our mouth, the tongue from the abundance of the heart. The mouth speak back to the tongue, back to words. Saul, now from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. That means whatever is in a man's heart, that is what comes up. I don't care about it. I apologize for what I said. No, you said it and I forgive you, but that's how you feel, right? That's exactly how you feel. So the Saul's spirit, his tongue, this is what killed him. Saul's spirit killed him he fell on his sword it is his spirit that killed him his filthy spirit his nasty 
foul spirit kill him. His words. Listen to this. Moses was there just pleading with Pharaoh. Please let the people go. God said, let the people go. And then the one of the the last thing that happened was the firstborns to die. But it was by Pharaoh's word that this happened. Why? Because he wished it on somebody else. And it came right back to his door and knocked. In the end, we have the victory. I want to encourage you today to stand. What are the souls of the earth? The souls of the earth, those that we deemed that were that were so important, those that supposed to have the word of God, but yet they ain't living worth nothing. You look real close, ain't living nothing. It's just a game. You can look at people and tell this thing is just a game. It's just a game. The singers, the ones that are falling off, it's just a game to them. It's just, hey, let's just get paid. The souls. How long will y'all mourn over these souls? Seeing I have rejected them. How do we mourn over them? You're trying to cover them and trying to do this. You see I done rejected these folks. You know I done rejected them. It's your heart that's stuck on them. I done rejected them. So who, who, whose side are you on? Those that be on the Lord's side, let them come. The rest of y'all, go on over there with them and see. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, stay over there. But those that are for real about it, the ones that have gotten this word and the ones that took this word in prayer and say, Lord, I don't just want to read it. I want to be it. These are the ones. These are the ones that Lord say, if you suffer with me, you reign with me. Lord, why did you say that? Because this kingdom of God goes against the kingdom of man. And so to walk this walk by faith, you're going to suffer. Because now you're going against the grain. This is the cost of going against the grain. This is the cost. But who's willing to pay the price? Jesus said to pay, who's going to sacrifice their life? Who's going to fast and pray? Who's going to love their neighbors? Teach little children how to pray. Tell me who's going to pay the price? Jesus said to pay. These days, oh, pay the price. Baby, don't you know all you got to do? You broke. Um, baby, look, all you got to do, go over there, do this, do this, and do this, and do this, and do this. And there you go. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. But see, it's much deeper than that. Some of us are going for something that's, we're going for the wealth of God. In the kingdom of God, all that other stuff comes. Trust me, all that other stuff comes. But when all that other stuff comes, would you not desire to have the wealth of God? There's a lot of people out there. They got that, but that's all they got. Yeah, they say, you know, glory, 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 hallelujah every now and then. But that's all they got for real. When all boil down, that's what they got. But to have the kingdom of God. 
to have the kingdom of God. <laughs> Man. To have the kingdom of God. It it makes going through tough times while the flesh is toiling. Oh, I don't want to have to go through this. The spirit man is rejoicing because we're counting ourselves a part of the sufferings of Christ. Lord, it pleases me to be able to go through this because I know you're going to bring me out of this. And when I come out of this, it's not that I done came out of it and hey, look at me, but it's that I have uh, the wealth of the kingdom with me. There's a lady at work. Now, this lady was standing with her husband for those uh, that like to read into stuff. And they, they sit in the back. They sit in the back of the room. They like to read into stuff. This lady was standing with her husband. And she's at work. And I was checking them out, right? And she says, you are beautiful. And I said, thank you. Thank you. Like that. I Most of the time when I hear that, it make me shame. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's weird, but it made me shame. Like if somebody say, you're beautiful. It's like, please don't do that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just me. I just be like, uh, this is weird. You know, but anyway, she said, you're beautiful. And I said, thank you. And I'm just like, uh, there's a man that walked up and said, you're beautiful. And when I tell you, I got the fumbling around and dropping stuff. And I like, yeah, Lord, why do I, why, why do I do that? That's weird. Like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that, hey, I want this guy. Right. But it's that, I don't know. It kind of made me uncomfortable to hear that. But, um, she said, you're beautiful. And, um, I said, thank you. But this lady said, she says, and, she says, and I'm not talking about just a beauty without. She said, there is a really, really, really deep beauty that you have. This lady, Caucasian lady. She said, there's a really, really, really deep beauty that you have. Now, I said, thank you so much. To God be the glory. Listen to this. I never wondered. Yes, I have wondered. I've wondered in the past, but now I don't. Like, I... I don't understand it. And I, I told her, thank you. But whatever that is that she saw or whoever see that, whatever that is, the deep beauty. I say it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's what it is. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. And Lord, what point was I making? Okay, this Christ. So she, there's a deep beauty. that. Okay, so that deepness, whatever that she was talking about. That is what we get when we go through trials and tribulations and we go through them right and stand on the word. And we let these be teachable moments for Abba when we come out on the other side of this particular trial or this particular tribulation we don't just come out to say hey look at me oh you said this about me but look at me now oh you said that about no 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 thank you for those hearts brother no 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 
No, no, we miss it. We miss it. We miss it. We miss it. That's not why we come. That's 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 good. Okay, we 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 all want to come out, but that's not what we're trying to get the come out. There is something deeper. There is the wealth of the kingdom that we can gain in every given situation and circumstance. And that is what we need when we come out on the other side. Yes, the things and trinkets, people can see the things and trinkets, but that deepness, that deepness. Some of us, we miss the deepness. Oh, we got the shallow stuff, but where is the depth? Because there are some seeds that fell on good ground. Some seeds fell on stony ground. Some seeds fell on top of the earth. The birds took the seeds and flew away. You know why? Because they never dig about the tree. Huh? It takes a digging. It takes a depth. This, this, I say podcast, but this is a pod bean that we're on. A pod bean. You and I can take these beans that God give us. And we can let these beans fall on stony ground. We can let these beans fall on top of the ground so the sun can scorch them. You know, some of us, we've been digging about our trees. And these beans, we've been digging about the heart. And these beans are falling into good soil, into good ground. And they have a chance to be watered and they have a chance to grow. Because it's not on top of the ground, shallow, walking around, looking sanctified and sanctimonious and the heart just is black. Walking in my own way. Oh, this is what we do and this is what we do and this is what we do. Walking in the own way. But then there are those that are like Samuel. When he says, Samuel said unto Jesse, are here all thy children? But, but, but see, see, Samuel had already looked at Eliab and he looked at the different ones and he looked at Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. This is surely the Lord's anointed. And this is how the enemy works. I'm going to put somebody before you. Surely this is him. Surely this is her. Oh, wow. Surely, surely, surely this is her. Surely, surely this is him. And the Lord is like, nope. Nope. And nope. Who has buffeted the flesh enough to handle the Lord going against our opinion. Nope, nope, and nope. What you mean, nope, nope, and nope? Did you see Eliab? At the end of the day, who do we work for? Do we work for ourselves? That, now, that, now, that question is rhetorical. That question is something we can lay on our pillows at night while it's quiet. Everybody is asleep. The babies ain't crying in the next room. Nobody's burning cornbread in the kitchen. Everybody's laying down, getting ready for the next day. We can lay back on our pillow and say, Lord, 
I am one of many that call you Lord. Lord, I need you to show me. Am I working for myself or am I really working for you or am I working for another man or another woman? I need you to make this clear to me, Lord, because while I'm over here and I can do something about it, I'm going to need that answer, Lord. Please show me in the coming days. Am I working for myself? Am I working for somebody, some man, some woman? Or is my heart toward you genuinely? And the, because I see you and others, I love them and I serve them. But genuinely, if that person fell off tomorrow, I would not follow them off the cliff. We really need to have a serious conversation with our father. If this person or that person tomorrow, if they call me on the phone right now and said everything I said was a lie, I've just had a revelation and all this stuff is just lies. If they said that to me today, would I be fighting in my mind that all this is a lie? Or would I tell them respectfully? I don't know what revelation you got or where you got it from, my brother, my sister. But I want to say that I love you so much and I respect you. And you will be in my prayers. But as for me and my house, we shall follow the Lord. Me and my house. Because again, at the end of the day, I don't care if it's everybody else in the world that chooses. Excuse me, saints. Okay, that was an amber alert. But I don't care if it's everybody else in the world that chooses to go their own way. The Lord says, when I come, will I find faith in the earth? This is what the Lord said. When I come, will I find faith in the earth? If you make up your mind today, I don't care who. I don't care what. I don't care well. I'm going to stand on this word. Lord, in the name of Jesus, whoever is missing, I pray that you would go before them, Lord, whoever has this person. I pray that you would cause some type of mechanical failure. Lord, if it be your will, nevertheless, let these people, Lord, catch up with whoever is missing, whoever's been abducted, whoever's been stolen. I pray right now, Lord God, that you will work it out in the child's behalf. Lord, work it out as you see so fit, Lord. For it, Let it be your will, Lord. In Jesus' name. You know, sometimes when people are taken and there's an amber alert, sometimes it's the mama that's trying to get her kids away from a low-down, old, dirty, beaten kid. You don't never know what situation a person is in this is why even in these situations i'm like lord let it be your will lord the lord has looked into the situation 
it would, would if I pray, Lord, let whoever it is that's missing these kids, you know, let them make it back home. What if home is where where the enemy is? That's why I say there's so many farms. These people sitting around this table, they, they, they had exhausted everything they could think of. I sent the man. I sent the woman. That didn't work. I sent the preacher. I sent the teacher. That didn't work. I sent the friend and I sent the, uh, the lawyer and I sent that didn't work. And I sent this and I sent the neighbor and, I, and that didn't work. They, they have exhausted. Some of you, the enemy has exhausted stuff to use against you. I don't know what else to do. Do you know you've been walking by faith when the devil and those that allow him to abide inside, when you see them sitting around the table, scratching their head, I don't know what to do from here. We done tried it. Isn't that a position of victory? Does God prove true to his word? It's only by the grace of God when he said, I'll never leave you, even though I'm the one that walked you by the valley of the shadow of death. It's because of me you didn't die. This is a part of the wealth that we get when we come out on the other side. Knowing and understanding, it ain't nothing I did. But it was God with me. So he says, as I elevate and take you higher, higher, higher now, you have the knowledge to know that it is I and not you. Do we work for ourselves? Do we work for other people? Do we work? For Abba. He says, on these two hang all the laws and the prophets. Love your neighbor with all your heart, your mind. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. You and I. Or to be selfless when it comes to loving our neighbors, right? But when it comes to God, it's like, Lord, there is a greater, there's even a greater, is even a greater love. It's even a greater love. So it means if I'm loving my neighbor as I love myself and they choose not to go in the way, I'm not going to continue in the way. If it was me, I would not want to hinder somebody else from walking the way. So what, how can I do? What can I do? Um, I can pray for them. I can earnestly tell them that I believe that this, this is not what God wants. That God wants something different for us. I can lead them to the word of God. They reject it. They reject it. They reject it. How long will you mourn over Saul seeing that I have rejected them? To be honest, most of the times when we see the reject, the reject already happened in the spirit realm. 
when we see stuff going way left, we like, ooh, they rejected God. God been rejected them a long time ago when he began to deal with them in secret. And they were like, nah, I'm going to do it this way. Nah, I'm going to do it that way. Nah, 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 nah. The Lord was like, okay, I'll find another. I'll find another. And then when it started showing, we're like, oh, they fell away and they fell away.